Well, I was recording, and it seemed like it cut off and then deleted on me. I don't know what I'm doing, but now I'm going to start all over, but it's going to be in even more abbreviated than what I was just trying to do. Um, so I'm going to start this out with no spoilers. Um, I will let you know when I get to spoilers. If you want to stop listening, please do. I want to be respectful of anyone that's trying to keep anything a secret or don't want anything spoiled. I also need to get to an after party that stops in two hours, but I don't know how long I'm going to talk for. This may be short. I was getting into a groove, so to speak, giving my rundown of the show, but I, I apologize. Um, so l- let me just say, the tour will blow your fucking mind. This is a this is a show for fans. It's a show for non-fans. It's a show for casual fans. It's a fan. F- it's a show for everybody. You're gonna lose your shit. I will tell you that. With that said, I will I will go into a little bit of my experience before I start going to spoilers. Um, I spent the morning at the pop up shop that's inside the O2 Arena on the second floor. Word of caution. If you buy a tote bag outside of the venue where they have a merch stand, you cannot bring that tote bag inside the venue. And that might apply to all venues. So I will say if you visit an outside merch stand and buy a tote bag, you're not going to be able to bring it in. But I was assured by the staff there that they will say that they do sell the tote bags at the merch stands inside the venue. So if you're going to buy a tote bag, wait till you get inside the venue or buy one outside the venue, return it to your car or your hotel or or hopefully if you're close by or whatever. Okay. I went to the pop-up store, met up with a couple of friends I met up with, Willie Wanker and Delvin, um, and uh, some I met some other fans in line while we waited for the store to open. The store had... Everything that's pretty much everything that you can find online, everything that's sold on in the merch stand, um, but also more stuff, some exclusive stuff. They had like four to six weird shirts that were like um, Van Gogh painting, Van Gogh watercolor paintings, similar to Rolling Stone, the way Rolling Stone used to put these um, sketches when they started doing a, a review of an album or something like that. Um, it was kind of like this watercolor, weirdly sketched out caricature version but also sort of like a van gogh painting um some of them look downright fucking creepy but i still bought two of them uh because <laughs> i some of them i did like they're, they're also also a red long sleeve shirt which um has the the tour names on both sleeves sleeves um and one of the staff told me that the shirt was designed by one of her dancers who also has a clothing line that may or may not be true, or I may not have the whole story. I'm sure someone knows the real truth. Um, But uh, I still purchased it because uh, it's, they said it meant a lot to Madonna. And that was one of her favorite pieces of merch. The Blonde Admission Tour jacket was there. I'm still waiting for mine to be delivered to my house, but seeing it in person, I still tried it on. I cannot put into words that uh, it looks beautiful. And they also had the girly show jacket there, the crew one. And I don't know why it's $100 or £100 more than the Blonde Ambition Tour jacket. Uh, To me, the Blonde Ambition Tour jacket is superior. 
and it's a hundred dollars less than the girly show one. <laughs> Maybe if I had, you know, throwaway money, I would get the the blonde uh, the girly show one. But no, I got the the blonde ambition tour. Um, the merch the the pop up store is cute. I recommend visiting it if it shows up in your city. Okay, I'm getting into the show now. Oh, also the VIP gift. Um, it it's a bag with a hat, a lanyard and uh, uh, a little um, lithograph and some stickers. And I almost did not get mine because when I showed up to the VIP booth to pick it up, you had to give your surname and uh, or, or some information that identified yourself. I bought my ticket through AXS. I bought it, but it was through resale. So I'm guessing that maybe that didn't apply. I, I don't know, but a a bitch bitches and a bitch be bitching and a, and she got her VIP gift. I, I literally just like stood there for 20 minutes and just went back and forth with a person and just said like, listen, these are VIP tickets. You can look right here. It's VIP tickets. And they're like, and I said, should I go talk to guest services? I, I cared a little bit. Um, a, a manager ended up showing up, not for me specifically, just in general. And she was trying to help me and we just kept going back and forth. And I'm like, should I just, go talk to guest services because listen these are vip tickets i'm supposed to get a vip gift everyone else is getting theirs um i mean i didn't go into that i i apologized a bunch i'm like i'm sorry I'm, I'm not trying to waste your time i'm not trying to get over on you but these are vip tickets and a vip gift is supposed to come with these um and at a certain point she was like you know what here take it go enjoy the show and so i got my vip gift which i was thrilled about um but anyway, let's get into the show. Uh, these are spoilers. So it, it's a mild spoiler, and then I'm going to go into the spoiler, spoiler set, set list and costume design and stage design and shit like that. Uh, again, this is this is fan service. It's casual fan service. Um, oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Three, two, one. This is a spoiler. Uh, you will be fucking amazed, though. Everything about this show. You get all the fucking hits. You get all the deep cuts. You get uh, songs she has never performed live before. Or, or either never performed live or never performed on tour before. Or maybe performed like on one or two shows. But like, uh, I, I can't, I still can't believe my ears or my eyes of what I saw. Uh, so I'm just going to get into it. I recorded a whole I've recorded a whole, uh, almost <laughs> the whole episode before, and I lost it. So we're starting over. So these are spoilers. Three, two, one. This is a spoiler. This is a set list. If you are trying to keep things a secret, which I know social media has has turned us into to clout monsters and, and people out there uh, throwing everything up online, and I apologize to those fans that want to keep things secret. Um, so I'm trying to be respectful of that. It's just personal to me. I don't like things to be spoiled. It's like opening up your gifts on before Christmas and then acting surprised when you show up. You still love it and everything, but it's just not the same. So these are spoilers. I'm getting ready to start the set list. So if you don't want to hear it, turn off the podcast now. Also, I'm not going to post my pictures or my videos until at least a week or so after the show has started. Um, again, I just want to be respectful for those that want to keep things secret um, and I don't need the clout. I just saw, I just fucking saw the show. Uh, so here we go.
I'm getting into it. Okay, starts out with Bob in full MTV 1990 Vogue regalia in Bob's Bob the Drag Queen's version of it. Comes out through the audience, gets up on stage, starts talking about Madonna's history back in 1978, how she got on a plane to go to New York. Um, and then you hear celebration, like the intro to celebration, come on. But then it transitions into nothing really matters. Now, there were, there were whispers of this being what the tour opener was going to be, and it was going to be a ballad version of it. And it sort of starts out a ballad, but it goes right into the dance remix of it, one of the dance remixes. And uh, regardless if you know what the tour, if, if you know that the song opens it or not, it cannot prepare you for being in that arena and hearing it, and hearing it start. This is a song that she's never performed on tour before. It was a single. It was a single. And she performed it on the Grammys back in... Um, 2000, no, 1999. Sorry, I, I, I'm still flustered. I'm, I'm, I'm still like gobsmacked. I'm, I'm, ah, okay. Nothing really matters. Then goes into everybody. Again, giving fans what they want. Then into immaculate collection version of Into the Groove. Starts out dun 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 dun, and you can dance dun 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 for inspiration, and then. Now, she does sing the lyrics to uh, the Gap version, or the remixed and revisited version. Uh, Missy has her rap on there, which, you know, I think, is, I think is great because, again, there are Easter eggs, and there are things that are for the fans that are in this. So she, the chorus that she does sing, she, she, does, the, she does the Gap version. <laughs> um, let, me show you some, let me show you some moves. Best to take it from me. That shit. Loved it. Um, then she goes into talking, and she drinks a beer. I don't know if it's real. Uh, I would think she's going to drink water. Maybe this is... I don't know if beer is really her shtick, or if this is just for the show, or, or whatever, but whatever. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. But regardless, it's there, and she's drinking it. Um... Then, uh, I, and here's what I want to say. She starts going into talking about her history, how she started playing in clubs, was in a band. She self-references that whole struggle of early New York life and everything. And I don't know, is, is she done with the biopic? With the, is this the replacement of the bio, biopic? Where she gives us 40 years of, of her hits and, and deep cuts? I don't know. I hope not, but... It could make sense. Um, then she goes into a rip-roaring rock version of Burning Up, and it feels very reminiscent of the version that's on the pre-Madonna album. And again, I think that was something for the fans. And I would say it, it's more of like, melodically, the way she sings some of the lyrics sounds more like that version than the album version. Um, then there were some technical difficulties. She made Bob come out, tell some jokes, and she even made a joke herself, like, this is not how you want opening night to go, but <laughs> it did. So she had some issues, um, but they got it back on track, and she went right into Open Your Heart, which is a total reference to the 
the original video, the peep show, the imagery from the, the paintings that you see outside the peep show club, and um, uh, the chair. She does some of the dance moves that she did in the original video. She kind of like skipped around on stage. It was so beautiful. It was everything that you would want this show to be. Like, again, giving the fans what they wanted. Like, she's like, okay, okay, little shits. I'm going to give you everything that you've been asking for. Um, then there was some sort of skit. And then she goes into holiday. Uh, and then she ends holiday going into in this life which then goes into Live to Tell. In this life, there's a lot of Girly Show references in this show too. I just want to say that like Girly Show is heavily referenced. Um, and more to come on that later. But she goes, Live to, she sings Live to Tell and she gets in this kind of like box thing that flies over the audience. So she flew right over me. Uh, and, th and then she goes into an intro of Unholy slash like a prayer, uh, the, the like a prayer was so cool. There was like this carousel on stage, um, or kind of like those old, like, uh, what do they call them? Stereoscopes? I, I don't remember what those are, but um, it has all our dancers in, in each section, but they all hang f from there, like Jesus Christ on a cross. Um, and then she went into to like a prayer, and then it ends with act of contrition with a Prince lookalike playing guitar, playing that whole, whole outro on guitar for active contrition. Um, and then it, it goes into an interlude of living for love and let's go crazy. Like Prince's let's go crazy. So if you're a Prince fan, you're gonna fucking love this too. And I'm referring to Stefan out there if he's listening from um, Immaculate Podcast. Uh, then goes into Living for Love, and, uh, oh, I just said that, <laughs> sorry. Fever or Up Down Sweet, I, I heard elements of both in there with an interlude with Bob and full Dita makeup um, it, on the screens. It was like a screen interlude. And then it has like this small little intro of Justify My Love that then goes into Erotica. And not only does it go into Erotica, it goes into You Thrill Me. Now you think that would be like, oh yeah, well she did that on Confessions, but no, it's still different. It's still different. She did album version of Erotica, album version of Erotica. And she self, she references Girly Show because it's the boxing theme. And of course, like Sticky and Sweet, she did a boxing theme too, but Erotica with boxing theme was done in Girly Show. And she, her boyfriend was shown on stage, uh, or not on stage, but on screens in the background. Um, but it was like an incredible performance. It was one of my favorite performances. Um, uh, but that's not it. That's not all. Then what pops up on the side of the stage where I am is the Like a Virgin Bond Ambition Tour bed with the red velvet sheets. And there was this Madonna lookalike. Now, this was an ongoing theme throughout the show. I, I can't remember them all. Um, but I'll remember, I'll tell you the ones I remember, but are you guys familiar with what masking is? It's like this kind of sex fetish where someone puts on a, a, a mask and like a bodysuit of, of like a rubber doll. Um, 
but it was weird because the mask was like this translucent that's what the mask looked like it was like this translucent face but it was it looked like a doll it's very creepy looking it reminded me of the shirts that she's selling at the pop-up bar um pop the pop-up merch stand uh yeah but anyway that person was there in the the like a virgin outfit from london mission door with the ponytail and then the intro to papa don't preach starts and Madonna does the hand choreography from Blonde Ambition Tour. This gives you fucking everything that fans could want for and ask for. Uh, and then it goes into sort of like a, a give it, there was elements of give it to me in there. Um, oh, oh, because she goes into Justify My Love, a full version of Justify My Love with elements of like give it to me in there. And then she did a fever outro. And then uh, she did Hung Up with Takesha, which was cute, great, hung up. And then you start hearing like this classical piano um, and you don't see, but then what comes up on stage is a grand piano. Mercy James is playing piano and it's her doing her kind of classical routine that we've seen on Instagram before. But then it goes into my favorite, beyond favorite performance of the night. And it was Bad Girl. And to see the joy on her face to sing this song, again, a song that she has never sung live in concert or in one of her shows. We got it on um, Saturday Night Live back in 1993, but that's the only performance of it that we have. When I tell you, like, I, tears came out of my eyes. And I'm not a crier. I'm not someone that gets easily emotional for things like that. But tears were coming out of my eyes. I, I could not believe what I was watching, what I was witnessing. Again, like it's, it's like one of those dreams where you have a dream that Madonna performed songs that you thought she would never perform live and it's happening. Like I, I'm going to have to check myself and pinch myself later to see if I was fucking dreaming. I cannot believe, believe we got bad girl. I cannot believe this. Seriously. All right, I gotta get to this party, this after party that I'm supposed to go to, and it's already starting to get late. <laughs> and this is already my second time recording it. Um, so I'm gonna go into the part where I my recording had cut off or, or got deleted or whatever. But, okay. Up Down Suite. Up Down Suite, where I, I believe it's either Stella or Esther as a DJ. And there's dancers all dancing around, and then it goes into Vogue. And then Break My Soul Vogue. And it was very reminiscent of what Beyonce did on her tour. So I know there were rumors of, in Houston, Madonna was going to come on stage with Beyonce. And Beyonce was going to come on stage with Madonna. And, uh, you know, unfortunately because of Madonna's hospital incident. Which she does reference in the show. I'll get to that later. Um, uh, was so, like... It, it was almost like closure. We got closure from the whole like Beyonce mix and everything. And it was, it was so good. And then it turned into a ball. Um, like one of the, the, you know, house boots, the house down type balls, um, with the dancers that are, and then what, who comes on stage? Lourdes. And today was Lourdes's birthday. Um, which I like didn't know, but knew, I don't know. Uh, again, I'm a fan of Madonna. 
I'm not a fan of Lourdes. I'm not going to get into it, but it was great to see her on stage. And, you know, her and Madonna had uh, tens, like the scorecards, scoring everyone dancing. Um, and then it was either Esther or Stella, I don't know, came out and gave dance. And, of course, Madonna's not going to not give her a 10 because she's a 10. Um, but there were some people she gave the chop. Uh, it was it was so much. It was fun. It was great. And Bob came out, of course, like... Uh, emceeing it that was so much fun um and then where are we now oh madonna goes into human nature very reminiscent of the video and then again the 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 i'm gonna just call it masking the masker came out with the bond ambition uh not bond ambition jeez i'm sorry i'm, I'm still flustered i'm still <laughs> i'm still like uh, i i don't have no i have no words Human nature, um, human nature costume on from the video and Madonna gets, you know, like tied up with belts. Um, and then that goes into crazy for you, which you think is an odd combination, an odd medley to do, but it, uh, oh, I loved it. I loved hearing her say crazy for you. It was amazing. She did a lot of nods to people who have passed away from AIDS. There was a whole Keith Haring, um, cloak or a trench coat that she wore for Into the Groove. Uh, or a holiday, I'm sorry. Um, maybe both. I don't I don't know. My memories are starting to get mixed now. So that's why I'm trying to get it all out. Um, and especially like with Live to Tell too. Like a lot of it, all the people that we've lost to like AIDS. And they showed things from like scenes from Truth or Dare. Like actual scenes from Truth or Dare. Uh, and so many other things. Um, and I'm saying um and all a lot. Oh, but she ended Crazy For You with saying absolutely no regrets. And then, um, you see fire, real pyrotechnics on stage. And then it goes into Beast Within, which is the, which is another nod to like Girly Show, the way that it was done in Girly Show, but also Reinvention Tour, like the, the Beast in, Within from Reinvention Tour. But I like with the girly show, she she did kind of like this war theme and um, thinking about like what's happening with Palestine and, and Israel right now, like it connected a lot of, you know, and thoughts of like what's happening over there. And of course, like still referencing herself, like it it's pure art, pure art. I'm making no sense. Um, and then she comes back on stage. She does die another day. Now, it, you already know what the next song is going to be because she's dressed in a cowboy hat and sort of like a dress version of a cowboy shirt. Um, so she does don't uh, she does die another day, and then she goes into "Don't Tell Me" um, with Esther or Stella. I don't know they're twins. I don't know who it was. Um, and David was on guitar. Oh, David was was at the ball too. Uh, the only child that wasn't there was Rocco. Every other child was there. If not Stella, Esther. If not Esther, Stella. Or both. I don't know. My mind is gone awry right now. Um, and after that, it goes into this this beautiful like acoustic version or country version of Mother or Father. And I just thought it was so well done. And David was on stage, and what they what she did is show the parallel between her father 
and David's father from um, Malawi. And I just thought it was so beautiful that they got to form that song together. And she did the whole song. She did the rap and everything. Uh, and then she talked and, and she did, she recognized that it was Lola's birthday. And she said, I promise I wouldn't sing happy birthday to her. So what does she sing instead? An acapella version of Little Star. Oh, and she got the audience to sing along. Oh my gosh. Um, she talked about her being in the hospital and that her kids kept her alive. And she's like, I don't, I don't know if I died. I don't know if the doctors knew what was going on, but she survived. And to that, she got on the guitar. She played her own guitar. She did not have a guitarist. The only other guitarist that was there was David. But Madonna played her own guitar in acoustic version of I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Um, beautiful, beautiful. And then she went into La Isla. It was like a medley of La Isla Bonita and Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. Which I don't know if Don't Cry For Me really fit with what was being done there. But I'm going to give it to her. I loved it. I still loved it. And then there was a whole MTV 10 interlude. Like it starts out with a whole like, I want to talk to you about us and all that we've been through. Let me tell you, there are so many references on this show. So many references to basically telling you why she's the fucking queen of pop. Why she is not just another pop star. Because she's not. She's not another pop star. She broke barriers. She put up with a lot of shit throughout her career that she took the heat for that everyone else basically got free passes. She created social, social security for artists that came after her. And I'm talking Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Taylor Swift, Beyonce. She paved the way to let those artists do what they could do today. See, she... she she created social security for them. She created a, a socialist. Uh, she created, she created socialism for those artists. She allowed them to do what she did. And this interlude shows everything about that. It shows all the Madonna wannabes, how, and she, she had clips from people that were talking about how she loved her, including Beyonce including Ariana Grande, but she, she also included people that hated her and people that talked shit about her because she just wanted to show that, like, listen, this is shit I put up with. And people that do respect her now these days, like Cher, they showed that interview where Cher called her a cunt. She, they showed it where um, Cher said that, like, she's just a very mean person. Now, I know Madonna doesn't hold any grudges towards Cher or anyone that, because they didn't understand what she was doing. Madonna is a performance artist. Madonna is a performance artist that uses music to display her talent and her art. She doesn't do what other artists do. Now, other artists have come behind her and have used this performance art to be music artists themselves. And I will not take that away from anyone, including people I don't like. But, but because I don't think it's worth it. And... You know, while I do think that Madonna deserves her due her due respect, you know, I don't think that 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 current artists need to show how much they appreciate what she did. 
we're at a we're at a place where she doesn't have to do that because Madonna is just a living testament to why she is. And they showed clips from everything throughout her career. Um, commercials, videos, tours, movies, MTV reports. You know, people that love her and admire her, those who hated her. Uh, and then, and then um, she comes out on stage and goes into the album version of Bedtime Story. Fucking Bedtime Story. And she's wearing this completely sequined bodysuit. This mirror disco ball, like, bodysuit. And her hair is very much reminiscent of the Brit Awards where she sang Bedtime Story in 1995. Again, she has not sung Bedtime Story live on in a show, like on a tour in concert. So this was an extreme treat for us. She got up on this cube and we couldn't really see her from where I was, um, but she had a camera directly over her and that showed on the screen. And then there was like, do you remember the, the videos she was doing last year with the kind of... Um, uh, these the NFT videos that she did there was a lot of those type of elements in there and it looked like to me I don't I don't remember Arthur and the Vi Invisibles but it looked like th that was on there is like the little fairy that she played um, mouthing the words uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know um, I watched that movie once that's what it reminded me of anyway uh, and then she goes into Ray of Light the Sasha ultraviolet version which she's never done live. Usually, you know, like she does different treatments of songs, but Ray of Light has pretty much stayed standard. She might rock it up a little bit, but this was pure dance, pure disco, pure you're in a club and you're listening to this remix of it. And then she goes into another one of my favorite. All my favorites are going to be the ballads tonight. And I could not believe that she actually did the song because she has not done it since the Girly Show in 1993. But she did rain. She did rain. Now, she didn't do the Bridge of Rain, my only disappointment of, uh, of the night. Um, I was anticipating it, and a small part of me wanted Donna and Nikki to walk out on stage. Uh, because she did kind of like reminiscent of that, where she put the, clo the black cloak on um, and sang this song. which And they showed images of Frozen backstage on, on the screens and everything. So I thought she was going to go into Frozen, but Frozen is not done. Um, and then it goes into this Michael Jackson's Like a Virgin silhouette of, of them doing Billie Jean and Like a Virgin. Um, and there were like silhouettes of vintage Madonna. I think they were just like actors that they got to act out in these silhouette versions. And on the background screens, they were showing all Madonna's interactions with Michael Jackson, um, like with the, the sooner or later Oscar awards and, and shit like that. Um, I thought she was going to come out and sing Like a Virgin, but she didn't. But everyone was singing. That was the other thing. I don't know if it's just because I'm in London, just because it was opening night, or just because fans got what they wanted, but everyone was singing along to every fucking song. Knew all the fucking words. And I just could... Uh, uh, that was so important, being there. Um, I was so glad I got to experience that. Uh, so after that interlude, they went into Gimme All Your Love with Bitch on Madonna. And it was the fucking party city of Madonna's. All the dancers were in costumes of Madonna. Um, and these are the elevated costumes. So Steve, Steph, uh, I'm getting words messed up. <laughs> Names mixed up. Steven, 
from the Immaculate Podcast, who I spoke to about hard candy when we were talking about sticky and sweet and how the Like a Virgin one looked like a Party City version. <laughs> These were not that. These were, oh, so good. And the dancers looked so great. Like every iteration of, of Madonna's looks throughout her career, they were all in them. They were all there. Um, and Bog came back out wearing the vintage uh, Vogue performance look from the MTV 1990 Awards, VMA Awards, uh, but his version of it. So basically what he opened the show with. Uh, and then she goes into Celebration, the Benny Benassi version of it. And then a small element of, of music. It was like a, a small little mashup. And then the show was fucking over with. Uh, which I was expecting an encore, which, you know, we can't all have what we want, but, uh, this was a beautiful night. I am so glad I splurged and spent the money. I won't be able to see her with my original tickets in December in DC. Um, but I, anyone that's going to see the show, you will fucking love it. You will fucking love it. Um, I, I... I'm I'm stumbling over my words more so than I usually am. I'm saying um and all a lot. I don't care. I I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I'll I'll clean it up later maybe um and add the intro, but for now, I'm gonna leave you with. You're gonna blow your fucking mind. You're gonna cry. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna enjoy yourself. If you're taking someone that's that's not like a huge fan of Madonna. You know, that doesn't matter. Madonna gave us everything that we could have asked for. And considering the health scare that we got earlier this year, I am so glad she is back. And she will... Now, I will say that too. Compared to Madame X, Madame X was a great show. It was a great intimate show. But the arena is where she belongs. That's Madonna's, that's Madonna's home. The arena is what she gives us. It didn't matter that there was not a band there. You wouldn't notice them anyway. And I also say that the, the dancers were used very appropriately. Madonna was the focus of the show. Now, you know, with her getting older and, you know, she's had a hip replacement. She, she was wearing a knee brace tonight. Um, cause you know, she had knee issues during Madame X and everything. I think her choreography during Madame X was a lot more intricate than this choreography. Um, she did a little more hand choreography this go around, um, and I, it doesn't fucking matter. That's why we, we as fans have, have said that like, listen, she can go sit on a stage and, and do a greatest hits or, or, or do a bunch of ballads and we wouldn't give a shit. She could go out went on a kazoo and sing twinkle, twinkle, little star. And we wouldn't give a shit. It's because she gave the fans what they needed. This is, this is what we needed as fans. Music makes the people come together. No doubt about that. I will say I'm overjoyed with what was presented to us. Again, the dancers were not overused. They didn't carry her, I guess is what I'm getting at. And I feel like the last couple sh couple tours, they've sort of like carried her or they do simpler dance moves just so that, you know, she can keep up with them. Um, but I will say this tour is like, you're you're getting Madonna. And it's it's what we've needed from her. So... Again, I will leave it at that. I won't take up any more time. I got to get to this party before it closes down in an hour and a half. Luckily, it's in walking distance, so I'm on my way there. You guys, have a great night. 
Have a great day. You're going to love this tour. You're going to fucking love it. Fucking love it. I knew she'd be a star. The biggest star on the planet. Right now as we speak. Have a good night. Bye.